Welcome to Elite Six Think Tank, an open discussion group with business owners who share their knowledge, experience and skills. Good morning campers. Hi, hi. Hi, That's really sad. Uh, last week we discussed the topic of uh, resilience and having resilience in business and that has led to our fantastic topic of the week which Helen just told me what it was. Discipline. Discipline. Business discipline. Now, when you work for yourself, do you need to be disciplined? Can you wake up when you like? No. You can spend any money that you have in your bank account no. when you like, on whatever you like, no. and pay your tax when you like. Yep. Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> good. Right. Now, so, just to explain but the not process. not a successful business. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Yeah, not so that's, that is the topic that we are going to discuss in depth today. So I think that uh, we'll be talking to people throughout the week. It's been really good sort of to get an idea on what um, you need to have in a business. And I think a lot of people just naturally have discipline who are successful in business and probably don't really value what discipline they actually just use every day as ho-hum. It's probably, in my eyes, the essential part of any business. So we haven't got a big screen, as you know. So no, you can't look at the notes as we go. We might get back into doing that. I'm trying to find some real cool software that might do some notes. Uh, meeting notes so we can sort of follow where we're along but what I've been doing over the last six months is breaking the meeting into four parts and probably the first part was what's people's experiences with what's the topic again? Discipline. 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 Stay should be focused. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's next week's topic. <laughs> yeah. So business disciplines, give me some of your bad disciplines first, potentially. Uh, I turn up. How do you haven't got a ball? Time wasters. I I, hey, yeah, exactly. You know, I, turn, I turn up here. I, I should be more disciplined. I should be out there canvassing the public yeah. to generate leads, turning into customers, turning into profit, and then making the world a better place. It sounds boring already. Okay. I, when I was working from home, I used to have friends that would text me and go, let's go for coffee, and I'd go, no, I'm working, but you're at home, no, I'm working. So I had to be really disciplined in making sure that they knew I was actually working, because that's a really easy trap to get into. That is a really good topic all in itself, interruptions, isn't it? Uh, well, I was going to say, go on Helen, no, I have got so much respect for anybody that can run any sort of business from home, because if I didn't have to get up, go to work, be the traditional, be in the office by nine o'clock, mm-hmm. I'd be in bed watching Jeremy Kyle. Jeremy Kyle. I used to watch Judge Judy. <laughs> she rocks. Actually, he's been sacked. Whoever's on there. I've got to close my door, but on that note, now I am so much more disciplined because I'm not working from home anymore. Yeah, Yeah. I would have to at least be able to get up and go somewhere. Yeah. Um, And you know, yes, that gets counterbalanced by the fact that if I do wake up in the morning and decide I'm not going to get out of bed, then I don't have to and I don't go to the office. But Mm. then I feel fortunate. Business owners' guilt. Mm. That's another whole thing. Mm. And that was really quite interesting because I feel guilty when I go home at quarter to three on the days that I do that with Paige. And I always felt bad for my staff, but my staff have actually said to me over the time, why do you feel bad? Because we know that you're working in the evenings or you do the weekends or you do whatever. So yeah, let go of guilt. Okay, guilt, brilliant. I like that. Um, Always Mark. Um, last, last year when I, when I <laughs> took myself to working from home for four days a week and in two weeks time it'll be full time five days a week, the, the great fear that my wife had with me was that I would not be disciplined um, being at home. I, you know, I live on a 10 acre block, lots of distractions and things and by and large I've, I've been able to assure her that I can get work done and it's often the measure at the end of the day with how much stuff I've got over the kitchen table because that is my <laughs> office. She's trying to encourage me to work in a back room, but that's not how I operate. And I, I think it's reinforced for me the the, the, the um, discipline about coming to network meetings. Um, 
and I religiously follow that because it is a source of business for me but more importantly when you're working on your own at home you need to talk to people yeah. and if you don't you get cabin fever uh, big time got, back yeah. so yeah the word that comes to mind when you just said that it was actually structure mm. and discipline and structure I think are right next door to each other aren't they yep who has the ball You've got, the, you've got to hold the ball here on the court. And a big loud voice because I can't hear you on the podcast. I'm going to keep at you because... I'm seeing a voice coach next week. Um, I would say structure over discipline because I do work from home, but I keep my... My office is just off a house, so mm-hmm. I have to keep that. But then I also work in coffee shops and on the beach and, and what have you. So, I, yeah, it's more structure. Mm. I have to be in headspace. Yep. Do that. Good. And I'm thinking, do we? It'd be interesting to know where everyone works, because you say you're mobile, but you have an office at home. Yes. Right. So but it's we. Off the house. So it's not actually yeah. in the house. And that's the difference. Oh, okay. Okay. The place to work. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I don't see that working. Home. And that no, one, I don't mind yeah. working in my living room. But that oh, work. that would work for me because <laughs> when I it was in my lounge, my little office, I would just go and do other things yeah. and if you've got a separate place you know that's work and that's home so yeah it's because good to have that maybe your default is not quite so disciplined yeah so I'm, obviously I'm clearly disciplined you are that I can do that well, you are yeah my working environment is the most important thing for me I couldn't work in an office I always had to have something outside to look at because I like to take my mind away from when I worked from home I had to do what you did and I'd go to coffee shops just to get people contact even if I didn't talk to them it was just well you talk to the lady that served you but other than that you know it was just to get out there or you get cabin fever what was the other thing you said before that so I was going to talk about that fantastic structure structure yeah Yeah. Um, having having structure is really really important because I was looking for these apps to download to go okay Monday I'll do this blah 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 Tuesday I'll do this but I find that's I can't work to that sort of thing I don't know whether anyone else can but I struggle because I get into something and then I carry on for an hour when I'm meant to do like half an hour or something you know and and that's all to do with discipline being disciplined in your time of how you allot things and I really struggle with that Last night we decided to set up a Flickr account each and show off our photos and then we thought it was Thursday night we normally watch a movie and have a cuddle on the couch. <laughs> yeah, finished up I think at 11 quarter to 12 we're still doing our Flickr accounts. <laughs> if you want to check them out they're really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, where we at with that? A structure, discipline and marks are a ball. Yeah. And it all depends what industry you are in too. And so within the insurance industry, I meet most of my clients either in at the, in their homes or at their workplaces. So it's completely different. It brings a level of informality, but you are reaching out and you're getting to know the person or, or the couple that you might be working with more intimately. Whereas there are some advisors out there who will predominantly get their clients to come to their work office. That's a, their way of doing it, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, where were we at with that? Yeah, I, fi- I find that when I was doing my degree, I couldn't work at home, or well, at least I years. felt mentally I couldn't do it at home. It's never a waste, Danny. So, <laughs> agree. Mm-hmm. A degree not being a waste would be a whole top of a talk for four hours Education on. Education so, is never a waste. Sorry, Rob. So when you shut up. So I found that. Shut up. So I found that I automatically got in the car. Sorry, Rob. I automatically found that I got in the car and I drove up to university. Now I, I did my degree extramurally, so I didn't have a campus. So I used to go to Canterbury University, and if anybody's listening to this, the security's really lapsed. <laughs> so you could go in basically anywhere, everybody thought you were a student. But the thing was, is that when I was at uni, I don't know anybody at uni. So I don't get in any, any uh, conversations, and what I see is a lot of other people working, which encourages me to work. But the fact that I've, I've kind of compartmentalised work, I know that I've got to park the car, 
about quarter of an hour's walk away from university. So it, it, that distance has created a barrier from me leaving university and going back to the car and, and just ending work. So that was one thing. But I think that we, we as humans develop habits. So when I'm at uni, I know that I will work because that's the habit I've got into. And I found yesterday that I was working on a project. I could have done it at home. Nobody was at home. I instinctively got in the car and I drove up to university. Oh, What's the um, topic again? Discipline. Uh, discipline, right here. Okay. Discipline. James. So, um, discipline comes hand in hand with, with good habits because if you've got really good habits, then um, that will seem like discipline. Um, I'm in good habits with my daily routine when I start work. I don't consider that to be well disciplined, it's just that, that that's just what I do. Um, and so maybe you've got to have the discipline to get into the habits, but once you're in the habit of doing something on a regular daily basis, um, then you just keep, you know, you just keep doing that. Um, that in itself becomes the discipline. Yeah. The other interesting thing that, that I just clicked when you were talking there, Rob, was you mentioned about doing a degree. Now I thought I was discipline after 20 years in the services, then he can get on home any time he likes and he's going to walk. Um, but then I just, it just suddenly clicked that, that I'm actually not disciplined at all when it comes to study. I've never been able to sit down and study because I can't concentrate on one thing for any great length of time. So um, that means that yeah, discipline can be in certain areas but might be quite lacking in other areas even um, in the, for the same people. So. In all fairness to myself, I can't learn and that would just be a waste of my time no, because right, I don't absorb second. that. You can't learn yeah, academically. In the, the way that Rob was academic. talking about. Yeah. I'm a hands-on guy. I have to do things and uh, hold, hold, hold on. I'm going to pull you. That's up why I'm not a surgeon. Because if anybody's listening to this, I'd get really pissed off if that's the message they took. Coming straight up. Negative leave. self-talk is the biggest limiter yeah. in people's lives that Absolutely. I've ever seen. Everybody can learn. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that I'm proud I've got a degree. I've never used the bloody thing. That's my point. No, no, That's not because point. you're not missing the point. the point. Okay. I was never going to do a degree. I want to do one paper to prove that I was as smart as I thought I was, but didn't have any evidence for it. So I did one paper and I chose philosophy. Because I thought, well, that's, that's what smart people would do. And I turned up at another place of work, and I met a lady who, who I'd met, but I didn't know her history. She, was, she used to be a teacher at Cross College. And she said, Robs, what are you doing now? And I said, oh, you know, like the same antique business. I said, oh, but I signed up, you know, like for a paper. She said, what degree are you doing? I said, well, I'm not doing a degree, I'm doing a paper. And she said, no, you must do a degree. And I said, well, I don't. She said, it doesn't matter what you do. She said, it matters who you become doing it. And these days you will see people want to employ a, a, a university graduate because of discipline. Because I tell you what, there are some days where you just cannot think, but you need to get something out. You need to do your assignment. Mm. And, and that is a skill which I look back now and I think I have no idea how I finished that. But yeah, if you it's good philosophy to, there. You can. Good philosophy. That I, like, I do agree with that. Yes, yeah. with my degree. Well, education is an interesting thing. Yeah. I, I, I knock it because I just couldn't get it, and I, you know, challenged uh, anything I did really uh, with that side of it. So um, good on you if you could do it. But I'd rather mathematically spend four years of my life making money. <laughs> yeah, but but I think that's just bollocks to be frank. Well, we're not disagreeing. I'm kind of being the devil's advocate here, but yeah, carry but, on. But you, you're saying you don't, you don't get it and educate. I think I, from knowing what you put together in terms of your websites, other people's websites, your processes, your Shopify retail sites, the processes that have to go into ordering and keeping stock and things, you didn't just magically know that. 
You I had to learn that. No. And so you've yeah. educated yourself. Yeah. I don't think anyone could pay me to learn it. No, I couldn't go to university and learn what I know. No, but that's not the that's 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 point. That's no, but you're saying you can't learn, you can learn. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I get that, and that's, yeah. that is a wrong tool. Yes, I found a new way of learning. Audiobooks yeah. have changed yeah. my life. Yeah. yeah. Formal education is about. Yeah. You you hit the nail on the head because I was actually thinking that same time, right, but the word that popped into my head was structured education, but it is actually. Formal, formal education, yeah. from which and not are, everybody learns well with formal education. No. Yeah, and I think I think that is the thing is that I, I can totally relate to you because I think you and I are very unstructured, spontaneous, fly there, fly there type people. You know, wherever the bright light is, takes our yeah, we should have been must. You know, <laughs> but that is the thing that. Like I'm, right, I've, I've been working on a project for the last two weeks, which is driving me nuts. Because when I started it, I thought this is one day's work. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and, and I'm not getting anything for it. This is my volunteer job. It's taken me two weeks, almost full time, and it's going to take me, you know, like another three days to do it. But I know right. through practice, if I stick at it, I will get the result. And I think. That you know, degree, paper, project, whatever it is, all right. If you stick at it, you'll get the result. Come. Yeah. Um. On the same topic, I struggled at school. School wasn't. I didn't hate school, but I struggled with certain subjects, and I didn't speak up. And so, and I and I don't think I ever learned properly how to study. So you know, I was not a take an exam and do well. I would take an exam and I wouldn't even finish it. And so you know, there's part of my marks gone already. So I really struggled at school. And so the reason I did my degree was to prove to myself that I was smart enough. I got my degree, and it taught me discipline, and it taught me that I am um, smart enough to do one, and it taught me loads of other things. So. You know, I don't use my degree was a sports degree, and I did use it for a while. I don't now, but I'm really proud that I've got it, and I mm. did those three years and achieved something. Did you get it framed? And the flip side is, who would who would survive a term in the military? Oh, exactly. Last That's very good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still in education. Yeah. No ball, lady. Ball He's got a ball. Yeah, I sort of sense of the, you know, the conversation's gone around from, from, from discipline to the formal education side, and it probably proves that they are linked, because that is one facet of, of who you are. And I, I reflect back on my own personal history. At high school, I was a solid average student. But my ambition, and that's what grew out of, out of, out of um, who I was then, was that I wanted to be a jet fighter pilot. And by the time I got up to UE stage, I was doing the maths and the sciences and the physics and all of those things because I knew it was going to lead me to my end destination. And I was bloody hopeless at maths, <laughs> to be fair. And I got coaching by this English guy who had the bespeckled glasses, retired, who actually proved to be a fascinating influence in my life because he, had, he, was, he was English, obviously, he had come out, and as I learned about him, and he was learning New Zealand maths at the time to tutor me, I found out about him. And he used to fly daily from London to Toulouse in France. And he wasn't a guy who actually put himself out there, but the reason that he did that, and I found out over the months of my getting my tutoring, was he was the head engineer uh, propulsion engineer for Concord, this guy, and he lived three doors down from me. So, uh, what I guess the point I'm making is, if you've got that initial determination, you will and a, and a goal, you will become focused. And I, I went off to, to college because I never obviously became a jet fighter pilot because my colour vision, bugger. So I ended up by default being a being a teacher and one, but I didn't have a degree. In those days, you didn't come out with a teaching degree. I was a principal of my fourth school before I thought, maybe I will complete, I have parts of degree, I'll complete that. So it was not about getting a, a added things for my employment, it was really about my own personal satisfaction. And that's right. why we, yeah. Um, I guess what's the topic again? 
Well, it's just fun. Well, it's just fun. Well, it's just fun. I just want to challenge both. Is it good? Is it good? Challenge well. Oh. It won't be good. Oh. Um, two or three people have said, oh, I wanted to prove that I was smart enough to get a degree. And it's, I think it's really important for anyone listening, especially that getting a degree is not about being smart at all. It's about, it's about having the structure and the discipline to apply yourself with an end goal in sight and that you stick with it through that. Mm. And that doesn't require smarts, that requires determination, perseverance, and attitude mm. for something that you want, not necessarily how smart. So they it's really teach important. you how to learn? Well, they do. They do. Yeah, and that's what I learned. But yeah. I think that there is some, I have to disagree, I think there is some smartness in there because I definitely did not do well at school. So I went there as an adult student and I passed with flying colours because to myself I thought I'm not academic. I was a sports person at school and I thought, yeah, I'm not an academic person. I hated maths, I struggled with maths, um, failed maths at school. Um, do my degree and I pass biomechanics. But that's not know. that's not necessarily your smartness. That's that your attitude and outlook and approach to the whole education it, at that yeah, time true. in your life was yeah. different. Yeah, yeah it, it was different because I so wanted to learn. It's <laughs> not about being smart. It comes back to discipline. It comes back to the structure and the discipline that you had that goal in mind and you, your approach and experience. Well, I really want to. I really want to get into this topic because I, I reckon you could explode this miles. Uh, different things. But the other thing is that by the time you're reading chapter two of a book, you have learnt from chapter one of the book, so you're already smarter than when you started chapter one. So that's all education is. It might take three, four, five years or whatever it is mm. to do it, but every day you're mm. getting smarter. But I could have done my degree and fail. Who's smart now? <coughs> yep. James is smart. Who's this? May I speak? Well, that's not yeah, a question, but you do have a ball, so oh, yes. Yeah, something smart. The different things that are coming up here, it's, it's sort of interesting, it's expanding into different types of discipline and some people are suited to certain things and not suited to others and everyone's different. So, mm. so what you've got to do is find out what discipline works for you and then work with that. Mm. Academically, I didn't do very well, like mm. the same sort of issues as what you were saying, yeah. um, but when I joined the military I picked up the discipline through the military military type discipline um, so I got that discipline from doing that instead of from doing academic stuff um, so have a look around and, and you'll mm. feel what's comfortable for you and what you mm. where you're going to work best because not everyone's academic mm. not everyone is, is always going to be and not everyone's going to suit the military type discipline mm. but you've got to find what you like to do what you feel comfortable with and that will give you the discipline to carry on doing it's funny now I've got older I've actually really enjoyed the personal development stuff something amazing because I've discovered how to absorb the information that people were saying you know my mum said it goes in one ear and out the other but literally it does you know if I'm reading five numbers I'll get to the number three have to write down three numbers go back and get the last two you know that's sort of my memory so it's been a gift I can get why people like learning but what I don't like is when people tell me at the age of 30, 35 they're going back for another go at university and they've spent their whole life in the university system and they still haven't learned any practical skills. So I'd probably, if I was doing something at university now, I actually wanted to go back and do a business course but what stopped me from doing that is the fact that I thought, well I probably already know quite a lot of stuff and at ARA you can go back there and basically say, well I already know this, can we start from here? And that, that made me feel like, oh I might be interested in going along and doing... There's a lot of educated dumb people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's good. Um, so we've got we've got Rob and I, I keep it diluting and I have no balls. Rob and then Mark. Okay, I'm going to fly through a few superficial points here. Um, I totally agree that you do not have to be intelligent to get a university degree. My lowest mark was a B plus, and I tell you what, I was really surprised at some of those marks because I thought wow you know are these scaled because I'm thinking there's no way that what I did was above average there but of course you know it must have been but um, the point well, not the point that I want to make here is that there are two words that have come up today and, and I think that they're, they're the two sides of the same coin but one is disciplined and one is focused 
Now, when you're disciplined, my perception of, oh, I need to be disciplined to work through this, is whatever I'm working through, I don't want to do. Okay, right? But I have to do it for whatever reason. Okay, right? So I'm trying to get away from still having to do it. When I'm focused, I'm looking ahead, and I really want to get this done, because this is like a good thing. And so you don't need discipline if you're focused, because the focus gives you the motivation to do it, whereas discipline is almost the same word as focus, but I don't want to get it done because I want to get it done. I want to get it done because I don't want to keep looking at having to do it. That's right. It's, yeah, like, right, it is your motivation to get it done, or what will happen once it is done? Matt? Yeah, because I, I used to pride myself on the fact that I didn't have a degree to start with, because I felt I was successful in the system that I, that I was. And like Sharon was saying, I know a lot of people who have PhDs, who are absolute prats, who are so narrowly focused they have no common sense and bits and pieces and we all perhaps could relate to that and so I'm, I'm a true believer in people that what they make in their lives um, it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a formal uh, education but you can you can see those people who have that level of determination focus goal setting and all of those key attribute attributes that not necessarily a, a degree confers on you and there'll be some people and I've got a mate uh, of mine who is a Boeing 777 captain and I spent five hours in a, a simulator in Auckland on a Boeing 777 and the complexities of those systems and the knowledge and bits and pieces is massive he doesn't have a degree but if I was to be an arbitrator of his level of qualification to be able to handle a 350 ton machine that way He's a master's equivalent. And so there's a lot of people out there who don't have that university thing, but by gee, they're really well qualified people. That's the difference between academic and practical. Yeah, that's right. Quite different things. Yeah, yeah. But he has to be also, an academic to learn that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he might also be one of those people that are categorised as being dumb if he doesn't have that common sense. So you can still be unformally educated and very clever in an area, but still not be able to mix well with society. We don't
key thing that we teach anybody who is delivering a public speech or a presentation or whatever, make it personal. There's a reason why we say make it personal, is that if you can engage it in a personal story, right, then anybody listening to it can visualise exactly what you're talking about. If you're talking about abstract, then people can't necessarily visualise it, therefore they don't take it on. But the thing is, right, with learning anything, if you don't want to learn it, or if you're learning it for the wrong reasons, so if, if you were telling me about a website, and you're telling me about all of the in intricacies about the website and what it can do, da, 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 I, I don't care, right? But if you were to say, hey, I, I can make a website that looks fantastic, here, I'll show you, you know, and if you can visualise what it is looking like, and you're thinking, oh, well now if I listen to Danny and endure all this um, technical information, we can get what I want. But there's a level of, of interest that you have to have to be able to absorb and have the discipline mm. to stay focused mm. <laughs> while that conversation is going on. Like that's that? why we employ other people to do all those things for us that we're not interested in. Mm. Mm. That's why we've all got so, this, this, particular guy, this particular guy had employed somebody and they were taking it uh, one stage, he said about $1,700 off him a month just to talk to him for four or five hours about business. And I'm going, oh. you know, and it's just a shame that people, you know, some things I think. It's like I think we, because we're all one-man bands, we all kind of need to have some sort of degree of understanding. Like the zero thing has been a <laughs> Did nightmare. Did you say degree? No. <laughs> so I've been trying to get through my zero uh, problems, and all of a sudden I went and hired a girl for two hours, and we'd, and she just come up with a perfect solution that made my life so much easier. You know, but I, I personally want to get my head around it, but I'm not a, a number zero sort of accounting sort of guy. I understand it, but I can't do it um, productively. So then I hire somebody else, boom, and all of a sudden I understand what she's that she's legit because I can identify she's clever. And and she was complain uh, apologising to me because she may have led me down the wrong path at her first meeting. And I said, no, that's why we get together and we talk and we smash these ideas out until you truly understand what I do and why I need to do it a certain way. So if we're talking about discipline and something productive that we could help each other in, who's struggling with being disciplined? I know Leon, you're new in business. Your wife's come into your business recently. Um, how's that going? Good. Yeah, yeah. married. Yeah. 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 Still married? Same wife? Yeah, same yeah. wife. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> you, you kind of decided, like I know when people get into business relationships, it sort of get serious. Like if he's doing this and she's doing that. And, and over time, months, years, you grow apart. So we've sort of actively gone, you know what? Let's grow together, both in business and our relationship. But we need to identify certain boundaries and rules and, and, and stuff and, and prioritise things as well. And I'm with, uh, my office is at home. It's in the driveway. It's separate from the house. It needs to be separate from the house. In the driveway? Yep. You sell lemonade on the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it, and it's very clear, and, and we conduct ourselves differently. Hey, at home, personal. And if I ask my wife to do work stuff at night, she'll just look at me and go, oh, okay, tomorrow morning, sweet. <laughs> um, you know, and that's the discipline we hold each other accountable to. Mm. Um, so it's, it, my mind's thinking business all day, every day. Uh, her mind's thinking business from nine o'clock till whenever, and that's cool. We, because when she's not thinking business, she's thinking family mm. and, and be, becoming the, the homemaker. So we, we sort of just dance around each other, but we communicate really well. That's incredibly hard. That's um, I was talking with Helen. We don't worry that each other works whenever we work. You know, like quarter to five last night, probably go to bed, but still doing stuff. You know, and that is really hard when people because nine to five is hard, and you get, understand where they get that that thinking from. But I found that really hard in a relationship. Yeah, because I do think work all the time. But then I, I have a holiday, you know, and I do have a holiday. I think. Yeah. How's it going? Your how's your discipline? You've been away for a month. Okay. Yeah, wait, 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 there's another one. Just clarified, um, I was not in China. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> All those people who are listening to the broadcast last week. You mean a stronger brush last year? I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. oh, good. Right, um, I was surprised because I was just listening, I didn't say anything. I was listening for uh, everybody um, talking about this plant and uh, 
turns off the topic uh, when going back to uh, the Tesla uh, schools, which is um, I feels like I, I thought it's gonna be a difference between my experience, but I thought uh, it's, it's gonna be more freedom in the um, New Zealand or uh, other countries, but it turns out everybody's the same. I, I mean, for for all the um, thought, for all the ideas, it's kind of like in the entire world, what I list for my hometowns in New Zealand, they are the same. I mean, this is a surprise. I mean, for different cultures, somehow they all the same. So I was surprised because personally, I went to high school in my hometown, and then I didn't go <coughs> to the tertiary um, in New Zealand uh, until about thirty-ish, and then I went to uni and finished in the uni Cam university Cam Canberra, and I got a quite similar experience with Rob. Um, I know less. I know. I I knew lots of. I didn't know quite a few uh, friends from units, but I have to keep myself working, which is a um, good explanation for the disciplines. I reckon. So. Um, what do you study? Bring it to uh, now where I am. So which what, is pretty good. What but, business studies? Um, I was uh, studied um, in the management. Which is kind of like uh, some sort of relating what, to what, was what it? I'm doing right now. Ah, managing. Yeah. yeah. So this is pretty. What was the key takeaway you did after your studies? I'm studying management for. You have to do assignment on time. Hmm. This this pretty much that's it. So <laughs> set up to set up a due day, otherwise never achieve. Very cool. I got it. Watch. Ah. Oh. I just, uh, just come back and, and talking and looking at the discipline side of things. Like discipline is, is being able to stay focused, like you're saying, in spite of the distractions. Because that's ultimately... What do you mean? Exactly right. What's that? <laughs> There's always so many distractions in life, like at home with wife, she wants to do something, but you know you know you need to get this work out. So you have to stay focused on that and remind her that you're doing that. You're at, at home and you know, you're sitting there and, and oh, I could just do this or this needs to happen around home, I need to go water the garden or something, but you stay focused that you have the, the discipline to stay on task regardless of what's around you. And at the school we we talk about discipline with the students and it's simple things like standing facing forward. Have the discipline, you know that's what you have to do. So don't worry about what's happening around you stay focused on standing facing forward and having the discipline to conduct yourself within the boundaries of the structure and what you need to attain. So I think a big, big part of discipline is to be able to ignore distraction. And distraction is easy. That's too hard. <clears throat> they, they all say, you got a minute? Yeah. <laughs> that, that cost me 15 minutes every time somebody says yeah. that to me. So who answers their phone every time it rings and Please who do. looks at the email <laughs> every time it pings up in the bottom corner because None. those things are shocking. Yeah. I haven't answered my emails for three days. I answer the phone because that's a person that's there. And it's not as if it rang But if you're in the middle of doing somebody's, what no, do you call them, for a, prof profiles or whatever? I, look, I always will take face-to-face Top, top priority. Yeah, yeah. The next one is uh, communication by telephone. Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the texts and the emails, I just part because you can do them at any time. But if it's a real person at the, either at the end or you're talking to, always priority. But that might be a real person <coughs> that's ringing you because they're doing a, what do you call it, a survey or something. It might not be a client or it might not be end. You know, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, everyone of mine comes up with a name. Yeah, so you, you can recognise the malicious one. Yeah. Like this one. I like that. Because I can't, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't afford if uh, a number showing onto my cell phone. Yeah, yeah. So I know there's a new client. 
So I thought everybody coming. It might be a missed call. Well, I missed call. Copy. Got a, got a <laughs> screen. Plus yeah. six yeah. one is Australia sounding ECO well, stuff. Even though yeah. I, I didn't recognize who's that, I will just mark like someone's called in that particular day. Mm. So. But I mean, I really hate it when I someone rings me back and they say, oh, "Sorry, I missed your call." It's like. What? That's fine. If you'd been free, you would have answered it. And I don't actually expect everybody to jump when I ring them. Mm, so. <laughs> They'll ring me back when they're free because they're busy doing what they're supposed to be doing for the client that they're already working with at the time. Mm-hmm. So I hope everyone's I hope everyone's phone number. I know, but it's just like I hope everyone's phone number who means something to my life on my phone because I'm organised. Yeah, you have actually yeah, already told me yeah. that you've deleted me out of your phone. Yeah, but when I fine. when I get a phone call from an unknown number, I will actually normally let it go to the archery machine because I believe that if they th- if they are respectful in some form or really want something, they will leave a message. And when they don't, I thought they said my nose. And if it's a private number, oh, yeah, you don't answer it. Right. Normally the police or the IAD. Yeah, exactly. That's what we found out, eh? There's an expectation out there now yeah. that everybody's contactable the second that we wanted to contact mm. them. Mm. Uh, we, we still make clear rules like if a phone call, I would just pick up. If uh, this is from um, WeChat or uh, Messengers, I will leave it later because they can't wait. Otherwise, they will call me straight away. So in, in my case, I will answer the phone calls as many as I can. But uh, another thing is for like those apps, internet chattings, because I have uh, certain rules, I can reply them later on, which is they just adding, adding up as many as they can. And then I cannot like, whatever, you know, still got the 90s and I'm just, just wait. Mm-hmm. And then turns out I lost quite a few opportunities, even though I'm, um, I'm I finished my lunch or I finished the time with my kids and then I still don't really want to have a look with those ones. So I kind of like lost quite a few opportunities. I, I'm thinking the solutions because I lack of the interest by looking at those ones. I think the service industry, I mean yours might be a bit different because you have a relationship with, you know, you have people that are probably peer to queue in a way. And I know who's calling me most of the time, the type of people. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, someone like Vicky, she's a, a tourist operator, advertises at the information centre, and I'm assuming somebody's grabbed a brochure, rang up, and yeah. that, they expect somebody sure. to be manning the phones. So that would be a different industry. And then also, if you're an advertiser, I know um, um, Jim has been advertising lately on Google, and he's got a lot of people ringing him off the web. So if, if he doesn't answer, he could lose a, they'll ring somebody else. And I do get that, but if I'm standing in the visitor centre and I'm ringing Vicky and it goes to voicemail, then I leave a message and Vicky rings me back because she's on the other line, she's out doing a tour, she is whatever. She's okay, driving. fine, if she hasn't rung me back in 24 hours, I'd go, well, that's a bit mm. and move on, probably. But mm. I just don't expect everybody to answer mm. the phone when I ring them. And that's what's that involved in the last 10 15 years, isn't it? So oh, yeah. 24-7 now, and that goes for emails. Yeah, yeah well, uh, yeah, and, and that's it. I mean, after hours, I get the phones, um, but I will let it go to voicemail, and then I will listen to the voicemail, because I'm actually not going to have a 20-minute conversation at 9 o'clock at night with some person that wants to rent a room for three weeks. Mm. Um, but obviously, I am going to have an hour-long conversation with someone whose well, house is burning down. you can for me, it's kind of like once this one, once this event's passed, I kind of like can't remember to listening to go back to listen to voicemail. Mm. That is my problem. Oh no! Literally, I will need to go to voicemail and then listen to it because it could be an emergency. It could be, you know, something drastic for me. Um, but. <laughs> I email myself to tell me that I've got a voicemail that I need to listen yes, to. Yeah. <laughs> or a text. I, I hate when people text me because you're not going to text, you read it, and then you don't go back to it. Yeah. Whereas at least your email, you don't yeah, delete yeah, until, yeah. until I just email myself. Ring up, news, uh, ring up news on the post and try to get the door for somebody to laugh. Yeah. And then they told me on the phone once I got through to somebody in the wrong department to put it in an email. And I said, oh, I've got better things to do with my time because you never reply. And they said, oh, no, no, we reply. And then I said, what's your email? They said, support at nzpost.co.nz. And I said, oh, great. But I did it. Actually, I haven't checked my emails in three days. Rob? Yeah, I think that the way that people communicate is is, is changing. If anybody has, has left me voicemail, 
there, there is no guarantee that I'm going to hear that in the next week. And I, I don't know if it was Danny or not, I'm not too sure it was, but there was somebody I knew who, who's got a, a message on, the, on their phone that says, I do not check my voicemail. If you want to send me a message, please text. And I think, you know, it is easier. Like, text is there, bang, bang, bang. You know, these days, you know, like to call voicemail and sit through and, oh my God, there's bloody 13 of them on there, you know. But if you're running a business, like if I've got ads in, you know, like to buy antiques or whatever, I have to answer that phone. If I don't answer that phone, the person who's rang me has probably got a list of five people that they're ringing, you know, and, and I guess in your industry it'd be the same. Absolutely, exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, if you don't answer the phone, you've lost the customer. So it's a discipline around answering the phone. That you're at five new messages. <laughs> I, think, I think coming back to the topic of discipline is that uh, I'll just share one little story. Is and it a long story? Discipline is taking one step at a time and knowing that you only have to take one step at a time. One of the papers that I was doing was information systems and we all had this essay to do. And I'm looking at this essay and I've read all the stuff. I, I just couldn't even start on it. And I think I must be missing something here. And, and I reread everything and I was still going to get it. And online we had this, this forum where people could go in if they had a problem and ask a question. And I still remember this girl who says, I really want to ask a question about this essay, but I do not know enough about the subject to even know what I don't know and what I want to find out. I just can't start. And I thought, wow, I'm exactly the same. So the lecturer came back, answered the question. She didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. I rang him up. And he said, but obviously you do that. And I said, no, actually, you wouldn't. You're wrong. And he said, I am. <laughs> Did he? But the thing was, is that once, once you could take the first step, you knew you could go through every other step and finish it. And so often we're looking at the big picture of what we've got to do, but if we actually break it down, we think, actually, this big job is only one step at a time, and those one steps are manageable. Thank you, Rob. Very wise. You should be a lecturer. <laughs> I, um, during my degree, I was 32 when I went back and did my degree. Just a couple and of years ago. Last year. Just a couple of years ago. Yeah. You told me you were 31. Oh, sorry. Um, and I found that being older and doing it, I was definitely more disciplined. And there was kids on my course, I say kids, that were 17 and I was 32. I was the oldest one on there. And I was definitely... Oh, and I had to pay for it myself. And some of these seventeen-year-olds, their parents had paid for them, and so they would go. Oh, just in, just paying for it now. So just go back to another. <laughs> they would go out and they'd be drinking and partying at night. And I actually did really, really well in the course because I paid for it. I was disciplined because I was an older student and I wanted to pass. I wanted to do well. Oh. So yeah, I did learn that discipline. Mm. Whereas the younger guys didn't really. Can they, okay, so we go back to the discipline business because it's sort of it's quite an interesting topic in a way. Structure, habits. Well, there was another word in there that we had a wee while ago. Focus. 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 So if we, um, I'm thinking, uh, probably I always bring things back to myself. But what things are we not disciplined in that we could do with a hand? Like are we slack? Other than Rob, I mean, do you do you find it hard? Because I, I know that we try to yeah. be too disciplined. Okay. And I think we should be less disciplined by actually not doing all of these jobs ourselves, not doing our accounts, not doing the answering of phones, not doing all manner of things, you know, like creating our own PR campaign, marketing campaign website. I think we should actually go and do how the capitalist society is supposed to work, that everybody has a function. A function that their level of, of intellect, interest, whatever it is, allows them to do quite contentedly. And so if we were actually grouping up, 
yeah, yeah, like a lot of people in Elite Six, you know, like, and we combined into small partnerships. See, even if it was to say, you know, on a Friday, we're going to devote time, we're going to meet up, and we're going to work out a problem for a business within a time frame. With yeah, within a time like a frame, minute. you know, like an <laughs> afternoon or whatever. You know, I think Love so it. many people would would move through. Mm. And, and mm. get stuff done and get some clarity mm. and then they can go and do those focused tasks. That's a really good stuff. idea yeah. for yeah. me. Mm. I reckon um, yeah. they're not far off. And I, what, what I got from you talking is, uh, but you ever set a time where you don't have any interruptions and you sit somewhere from 10 to 12 and your job is to do X. And you motor through that and you get it done. Yeah. I know James, in your picture frame, I've seen you do it before. You've, you've on a task, you've got those jobs to do and you just go out there and do it and you get the job done. And he stays focused. Um, Sean, do you have anything? Well, trying to do now to be disciplined. Um, uh, recently, I just um, set up goals. Says you know the uh, accountant code says GSTs do. So you have to do certain codings through the uh, zeros. Uh, we better just set up time. For example, uh, yesterday. From ten to twelve, and uh, it ends up um, me and Garen didn't finish up because we were just too lazy to, <laughs> you know, hang around. You know, uh, we didn't we, have the discipline to finish the task. Well, yeah, and then in the end of the day, she says, "You know what? Um, I just uh, had a YouTuber says, uh, uh, what's what sort of situation for financial friendly?'" And um, you do whatever you want. You wake up whatever, when you, whenever you like, and then you can do not work. And we kind of like uh, in that situation now. And then I said, "What? You know, this is kind of like the situations you do not do disciplines. Is it good or bad?" I think we're all we're all disciplined, aren't we? I, I just want to tap into what you lit up with when Rob said that's a good idea. Oh, that um, around uh, business is a problem, and the group subgroup goes mm. through and provides their thoughts and yeah. possible solutions. I think mm. it'd be an interesting exercise yeah. to. I would make a hell of a good podcast as well, actually. Well, Collaborative strengths. Yeah, well, we've got tons here. We really have. One of the interesting yeah. things you're talking about is if you look at discipline, there's there's two forms. There's external discipline that you apply as as applied to you, and then there's self discipline. Now what you're talking about yesterday, you had 10 to 12 and you didn't finish your zero because you couldn't be bothered. That's self-discipline. However, if your accountant had applied an external force to you and said, there's a $100,000 penalty if you don't get this done by 12 o'clock, yeah. you probably would have found the self-discipline to make sure that it was done. Maybe it's because it's okay, yeah. it, But that's well, it. Actually, inherently, inherently so, humans have, <laughs> have respond a lot it's to external forces. Yeah. And the military yeah. does it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, that if you don't toe the line, then there's a punishment, a yeah. discipline thing yeah. in place. But that Deep makes results. people focus yeah. to achieve and apply discipline in their life. And by by doing that again repeatedly, then the external force is not actually needed anymore because you've formed the habit that when I'm doing this, I have to achieve mm. this and get it done by this time because while there is no, one, no sergeant major screaming at me that's going to give me a 20 mile run with a 40k bag on my back if I don't achieve this it could happen so I better get it done. Theodore Roosevelt once said talk softly but carry a big stick. Where did you learn that? <laughs> that works a lot. I mean in the, in the, in the grade school I don't I try actively not to yell and raise my voice at the, at the students but there's an inherent stick that if they don't listen or they don't focus and they're disrupting the students around them, there could be a punishment for that as such or a discussion around them delivering their best and, and things which people don't like being challenged that way. What's your business? Martial arts. Oh, okay. Takes the crap out of kids. <laughs> Don't give them lip. Uh, we've got Helen and we're, here, we're pushing on time. Yeah, mine's just really great. Uh, yeah. Being disciplined to come to these meetings, you know, my Thursday meeting and this meeting, I make sure I come to them every week. And that's because I put it in my diary and that's my thing. Not everybody can, yes, but 
You yeah. don't need I'm those. I'm disciplined to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then James? Uh, just, just finally, um, this, this is all sort of coming back towards um, being the ability to prioritise. So um, my first priority is if I've got work that needs to be done straight away, that's my first priority. If I catch up on that work, then I can look at other things that sort of a little bit further down the list. Mm. So I had the time today to come to this, which went up the priority list because I had the time to do it. And then if other things come up, you've just got to slot them into that priority list, like we talked about phone calls and emails and things before. You sort of slot them into your priority list. So, you, so at the beginning of the day, you've got all these things that you can do, whether they be work, play, running, anything you like. Um, and then, and, and then you set up your list for the day in, in order of priority about what has to be done, what you'd like to do, and then what you will do if you've got time. And so, but it's you about, don't know whether or not your emails are a priority. Well, that's why your priorities keep changing. <laughs> well, actually, I've got a really good analogy. I think I just moved in with Helen, and I bought two big shelves, Sorry. and then we started putting things into boxes and put them on the shelves. And I thought every task that we have in business can you box your emails can you box your phone calls and then do you prioritize them on the shelf to things that you need all the time to be accessible and if you put that thing i absolutely love the idea of having a elite six committee and somebody coming along saying i've got a problem and then sitting there for an hour and coming up with a solution because i what i would see coming out of that is people would have to identify they have a problem and want to have it fixed and if five people in a room can't come up with a solution to a problem and they walk out of that room with that being resolved, then that problem isn't really a problem, it's a whine, <laughs> as Winston Churchill would say. See, I, come, I learnt that. Uh, right, so uh, we uh, have I, ran out I, of time. I've got a fun fact. We're getting, um, I don't know if anybody in this room has heard of an American guy called James Clear. Have now. Right, we have now. So, of, of the millions of people who who clutter your Facebook feeds, I think it must have been on there, of, you know, uh, subscribe to me, watch my video, whatever. James Clear did something that made me subscribe. And, you know, every month or whatever it is, right, this email comes up. And he said, fun fact, priorities, the word, came into the English language in the 1920s. Prior to the 1920s, priorities as a plural did not exist. It was priority. And he said, and since the 1920s, we've been stressing ourselves out and not prioritizing. He said, because priority means the one wow. thing <laughs> is the priority right now yes. and and you were saying about you know like boxes on shelves or compartmentalizing from 10 to 12 or whatever <laughs> I, I find multitasking sucks right monotasking and saying today and i usually say today or this week i am doing this is that like the blogs you've written else. for us pardon <laughs> is that like the blogs that you've written for elite six <clears throat> Well, that was my other point, is that <laughs> discipline, <laughs> discipline comes from, I think, trust and value, right? We either value it enough to have the discipline to keep on going through it, or we don't trust ourselves to do it well enough or being able to do it without being judged or having a bad outcome. And so we put it off and put it off, put it off, yep. and therefore right. have no discipline. In respect for time, we'll, we'll wind this up. I just wanted to get a couple of quick takeaways. What's something you got out of today's meeting? I think we are all disciplined, but it has a variety of shapes depending on the context we are in at that time and place and whoever we are particularly dealing with. But there's a commonality amongst everyone. I 100% guarantee you cannot be in business for yourself unless you have some form of discipline. And you might be able to prop that up with having too much money for a while, but at the end of the day your business needs structure, discipline, habits. What was the other one? Focus. 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 All right. Next week's topic. Priorities. 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 Next week's topic. So we have people coming back to listen to us. So do thank you guys. We know you're in there listening. Uh, I, I, I just I thought if we value something enough that discipline will come, you know, like, so you know, like, do we ascertain what our values are, you know, and I don't mean values as in our core values, I mean you know, what do we value in our business 
you know, or, or are we focusing enough on the value we're going to get to force us to move from where we are to where we want to go? Why we love our businesses? Do we all love That's our businesses? That's making an assumption. <laughs> well, you'd have to say yes to it, wouldn't you? Or well, you wouldn't be doing it. Have you said something? Have you said something? Oh, sorry. Yeah, one of you guys, if you say something at the start of the meeting about a good subject, Danny will listen to it on oh, this Maybe listen to my own podcast. Listen to your own podcast and listen to it. Yeah, something at the start. Was it Chris you were in? Well, you guys said something. We were talking about something at the start and said that would be a good subject. Oh, a structure. Yeah. Structure. structure. Uh, yeah, I think it was structure. Yeah. Could do structure. So, yeah, I think, we, yeah, and that, once again, we've probably covered a lot of that, but, um, okay, we'll, we'll make up a topic, it could be structure, uh, the importance of it in the business, but uh, thank you for listening, it's uh, Think Tank meeting, 354 million.